Welcome to Haunts and Creeps. I'm your host, Asia. I'm Rose. And we have some stories this week. Well, yeah. I do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but to start, while I drink my wine, what is your creepy factoid of the week? I mean, my disturbing thing. Disturbing fact of the week. <laughs> I don't know if it's a fact, but the thing that disturbed me this week is that I was working and I was taking care of this guy who was coming up from the ER after breaking his femur. And he was like, he's been in the hospital a lot seeking mostly for alcohol withdrawal so he came up to the floor and he's like i'm withdrawing i'm withdrawing give me ativan give me medications for my withdrawals and he clearly wasn't withdrawing um but the medications you give for withdrawal people get addicted to so that's really what he was asking for and then i was flushing his iv with some normal saline <laughs> to make sure it was working and he was like did you just give me something and he was like really combative so i was like yeah and he was like, yeah, man, I can feel it. I can feel it. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Just saline, but yeah. Yeah. You, you and go with that. <laughs> it's disturbing because it's just like the lengths people will go. And um, it happens all the time. Like people, other nurses and like healthcare workers will post about this exact same thing. Where people come in looking for normosaline because they think that normal saline is an actual drug that takes care of pain and stuff. <laughs> like it's disturbing to me <laughs> and just a quick little search on the internet you'll find that it it's not mm -hmm. it's saline but okay yeah. we'll, we'll give you saline totally inert does not do a single thing <laughs> sometimes you can taste it when you get your iv flushed but that's about it <laughs> all right so i'm disturbed my right. turn <laughs> mentally just hinged mm -hmm. just like for real dude <laughs> So my disturbing fact, I actually have one this week Good job. that isn't related to work, although I did lose my job, but... That's uh, disturbing, I guess. That is mildly disturbing, but someone had posted a Save Our Kids related post. You look confused. Yeah, what is Save Our Kids? It's relating, trying to make child prostitution more oh. of a people to be aware of i so, thought this was going to be about coronavirus and not getting into schools and stuff no that's that, better yeah yeah <laughs> this one is um it's related to the save our kids movement of people really trying to make awareness about the whole issue regarding child like sex trafficking sex trafficking child pornography mm. any of that um this post was an amazon posting of child's lingerie underwear lingerie yeah it was like lingerie, lingerie. <laughs> then why is it spelled with an i because <laughs> it's french <laughs> lingerie <laughs> um the underwear was like see-through or there were thongs and it was like for ages six to twelve it is tiny underwear but it is straight up sexy underwear and there was a comment under it that was like just enough to see but not see everything like, ew what the fuck yeah so that is disturbing that really bothered me but someone yeah. had reported it to amazon about the whole issue and actually had a back and forth with one of the, just the basic it people i guess mm -hmm. so they brought it awareness to it brought amazon's did amazon awareness. do something about it I don't know. I didn't see the post directly. It was one of those, here's 12 pictures, not like a meme, yeah. but it was, here's 12 pictures of this whole ordeal, what the yeah. product is, what the comments were, and then the conversation between the person reporting it and the other person on the other side from yeah. Amazon. Because Instagram does that shit too, where like parents will have their kids, you know, 
posting videos or shit. Like, they'll do ASMR, but mm-hmm. it's, like, sexy ASMR, and it's, like, an eight-year-old, mm-hmm. and they make a ton of money. So parents are, like, posting that shit on Instagram, and when people ask Instagram to, like, take it down or they flag it, they'll just, like, not do anything. Yeah, so I don't know if Amazon's actually done anything about it yet. I didn't look for the post. I didn't want it to have views and shit. <laughs> yeah, that is disturbing. Way um, disturbing. On your point with Instagram, you just reminded me, like, a few months ago, someone had shared something, and apparently the account it was linked to was being reported, and in the comments it saw it was, this person does horrible thing to cats. Mm. What? So I went to their post, or I went to their account, and yeah, this person actively murders cats, like, does horrific- On their Instagram? Yes, post pictures of it and everything. What, is, what are his hashtags? I'm just curious. Those are her, and I don't remember. Oh, Jesus. But it's like, okay, this is an early sign of a psychopath. Is it like a little kid? She, the little bit of pictures I could see look like some emo teenager. Oh, jeez. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I reported the account as soon as I saw it, animal abuse, because there's yeah. only so many things you can actually report for, but... So I guess I have two disturbing things since you reminded me. Of Damn, being you're catching up, <laughs> making up for all those making up for, for my the last lackluster weeks. ones last couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> well, do you have anything else fun to share with the class? No. Right. <laughs> so I'm gonna get into it. I have two stories this week. The first one I have more history on, less hauntings. The second one I have little history, lots of hauntings. Yeah, that seems to be. What they what they are. Yeah. Either one or the other. I just did really good with the sloss furnaces. You did! I just had everything. History and hauntings in yeah, so many Yeah, it was a like gold mine. It was. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm pulling a U this week, and <laughs> we're doing too many ones. Oh, so when we do a good job with one that's pulling a U, then? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call it pulling a sloss. Pulling a sloss. Or a slag. <laughs> we're pulling slag this week. All right. So, first story. This is called the Drish House. E R I S H. In case that comes across weird on the recording. Yeah, Drish. Drish House. It's a historic plantation that was built in 1837. Actually, both my stories started in the 1800s, but anyway, 1837 for Doctor John Drish. Hmm. The mansion is a brick house, big set in the center of a 450-acre plot. Is that big? Yes. Okay. Your house growing up was probably only half an acre. Like going yeah, from... I think we had an acre. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. But yeah, going from each... So 450 fence... of my houses. Yeah. That's pretty big. <laughs> Just to give you some perspective. <laughs> so yeah, lot, lots of land. I mean, it's plantation house in the 1800s. There's nothing but land. So this guy so. was, like, rich. Was he a medical doctor, or what type of doctor is he? He did become a physician. Okay. So keep in mind, it's the 1800s. There's not a lot of different types of doctors at that point. <laughs> well, I mean, doctorate degrees. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, a barber at the time did bloodletting. Like, That's dope! You didn't know that? No! So you know the barbell pole that has the white stripe and the red stripe? Yeah. Well, that's why it was red. The, the red blood? was for the blood and the white was for the bandages. But they would do bloodletting. They were surgeons. On top of cutting your hair, they could perform surgery. Why the fuck unquote. were they like, I can cut hair, which also makes me qualified to bloodlet? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't go through that certification. But that's why the original... Barber pole. That's disturbing, but also freaking cool. So yeah, you're either a doctor or a barber. 
I just thought of a better disturbing thing. I'm going to save it for next week. Go ahead. Make a note of it so you don't forget. Yeah. Um, so this house is, back to the story, this house is back is in uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I hope I'm saying that right. It's what it looks like. Yeah, I think that was, my, that was where we were at mine. Yours was Newton and Newport. What? I had I'm to... pretty sure I said the word Tuscaloosa. Whatever. Maybe. <laughs> okay, my mouse isn't moving. I'm sorry, guys. Hold on. It's not coming onto my screen. Oh, I know what's happening. Try that. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so the house itself is kind of what you'd imagine a plantation house to look like. Big brick. It's got the pillars and shit. The uh, Dr. Drish. I'm just, should I just call him Drish or John? Let's call him John. Call him All Johnny. Right. <laughs> All right, Johnny boy. <laughs> he decided to uh, do some renovations because he was keeping up with the Joneses. The nearest plantation to him mm. was built by, uh, I don't know if it's Senator or Senior. It's just S.E.N. Robert Jemison. He was another wealth- wealthy plantation owner, and he built a very Italian-esque style plantation. Mm. So Drish decided to add some Italian to his building as well. So it's got this tower that he added onto it. Um, the style of the whole place was like a mix between Greek and Italian. This means nothing to me. Okay. I don't know what architecture. That is. <laughs> um, it was just a mashup of two different styles. Okay. Of structure. Cool. I can picture that. Yeah, and that tower was the pride and joy of John Drish. Was it pretty tall? Men like Two, their tall towers. For the time, yes. Okay. Nowadays, you'd just be like, that's a three-story house. Yeah. But really, it was more like there were two levels in the home, and the tower went up one more level. I have a feeling that towers were kind of like people with big trucks these days. <laughs> Where it's like, the bigger your tower, the bigger your schlong. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, Dr. John, Johnny Boy... He was an established physician, and he was also a contractor. He owned a lot of artisan slaves who mostly did the plaster work for the buildings that he would contract. All these people in the 1830s are like jacks of all trades. They're bloodletting and cutting hair, being physicians and contractors and shit. Yep. So I've got some fun family history for you. Yes. Johnny was also a widower. He had been married to a woman named Catherine Washington. Mm. They had a daughter also named Catherine, but spelled with a K and not a C. So the mom who died was Catherine with a C, and the daughter was Catherine with a K. Nice. Now, sadly, his wife died when their daughter was young, and he sent the daughter to live in Virginia with relatives because he believed living with a widower would not be good for her. She would have a better chance at her life aspirations if he was if she Aspirations? Inspiration? I don't know. Sorry, I'm thinking aspiration, like when you swallow shit into your lungs. Like I do every day. I think aspirate, I think you said that right. So I apologize. Aspirations. I was like, aspirate, you're right. I I breathe food and water into my lungs all the time. I I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, are those the same? Whatever. (laughs) Good thing to look into words. Yeah, I need to look into some words. Um, lost my place. Uh, so yeah, he sent her to live in Virginia. And he later brought his daughter, Catherine, back to Alabama to live with him, but the relationship was frayed. There's, I did some digging, and there's different reports on this. Mm. There's one report that the husband she ends up marrying brings her back to Alabama, because he's from, the husband uh, is from New Orleans. And it's one of the articles I read 
said that he brought her back because she was just going a little bit insane, like she had a mental illness of sorts, mm. and considered her damaged goods and didn't want to keep her. Oh, so he was returning her. Pretty much. So <laughs> I I read a couple different articles, and none of them had the same story, so I don't really know. Yeah. It's the 1800s, there's only so much recording that was done of that <laughs> shit. Um, but the other story is that Catherine fell in love with this guy that John Drish did not approve of. So he locked her in her room with very little food and water until she eventually eventually relented. She later married, only to bring her sons back to the Drish house. So, like, there's a lot of back and forth on mm -hmm. where she was and how she got to where she was, but she had two sons. Okay. That was consistent. She had two children. <laughs> um, it had been rumored that she was a fully functioning person before and then went insane after her father got rid of the husband. Yeah. So that makes sense. There's just and then locked her in a room. Yeah, there is apparently some cruelty surrounding her situation, a little bit of abuse type thing. Yeah, it doesn't say anything physical, but John was a drunk for sure, so there oh. could have been physical that just wasn't brought up. Right. But basically, the most common story that I found was that she had been in such uncomfortable, bad situations living at home with her father that it drove her mad. Nice. So I don't think the first article I read where she was mad and was returned, quote-unquote. Yeah. I don't think that one quite lines up, because the other articles kept saying that her dad was involved with these well, things. Well, it doesn't make sense shit. either, because she wasn't living with him. Right. And so why, if you're, like, this chick's husband, mm -hmm. and you're like, this bitch is crazy, I'm going to bring her back to her estranged father who shipped her to Virginia to some relatives to take care of her. Like, why wouldn't he just return her there? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So, I like the second version. Yeah, the second version seems to be a little bit more on point. Yeah. Out of the couple articles I read, they brought that up more often. There was only the one article that said the husband returned her as damaged goods. Mm. So, anyway, Johnny Boy, he remarried to a wealthy widow, shares my last name. Oh! Yeah. Wait, Bolagar or Kip McKinney? McKinney. I never so took... he shares our last name, sort of. Yours is French. <laughs> yeah, but like my mom's last name. <laughs> our bloodline. That's that? Our bloodline, dude. Her name was Sarah, and he married her in 1835. So like two years before the house was finished being built. Mm. Uh, fun did tidbit that doesn't really have anything to do with the story, but I thought it was interesting. Doctor Drish's niece, so John's niece, Helen Fitting was murdered by her husband, the carpenter, Mr. Finch. And he was the same carpenter who also built the mansion's staircase. And, fun fact, he also was very good at bloodletting. Carpenter, not a barber. <laughs> who knows, though, right? It's fucking 1830. And in a spit of rage, Mr. Fitch, he slit her throat, almost severing her head completely. Damn. His crimes were ultimately sent Mr. Fitch to the insane asylum. Yeah. Whenever I hear that, that... Oh, their neck was cut so deep it almost decapitated them. Mm -hmm. Like, physiologically, anatomy-wise, that's fucking deep. Mm -hmm. Like, you got a lot of structures in your neck. I'm guessing it just like it stops at the bone. If you're well, not there's more. It. There's like so there's there's a lot of shit going on in your neck, mm -hmm. including bone. But, like that's a bunch of different consistencies of material. Mm -hmm. You got like your airway. Big-ass blood vessels, mm -hmm. muscles, tendon, 
Then you got your spine, your spinal cord, yeah, the bone. Like, that's a lot of shit. You have to, like, saw through that stuff. And that's what makes me think it stops at the bone. Like, when there's, like, it was almost decapitating. Right. It's like, they got through everything else, but they didn't get right between the vertebrates, so her head was still attached. But that stuff is still... Oh, yeah. That's some thick shit. Like, mm-hmm. you still gotta be sawing, even if it's not bone. In yeah. fact, I just watched... I'm gonna share my other disturbing thing that I actually figured out. Okay. So, I got to watch this doctor put a um, big... So, we were doing ex- external fixation... For this guy, um, basically, their bone, if their bone is broken, you want to straighten it out so that it doesn't, you know, misalign before mm-hmm. surgery. So this guy, the doctor put a huge bar through this guy's bone, and then you hang, you attach the bar to a weight that hangs off the bed, and it keeps it straight. Mm-hmm. So he did that at the bedside. Like, we had to watch him drill through this guy's bone, and he was showing us the drill, and the drill bit can go in two directions right it goes it turns rotates right rotates left Mm -hmm. but then you can have it rotate right and left like switching so it's like Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not gonna make sense to anyone listening but he was saying that the reason you do that is because once you go through the bone once you hit the soft tissue if it's just going in one direction it'll just wrap up all that tissue so he does this like swiveling yeah Yeah. so that it can like drill through tissue Hmm. boom that's actually you need cool. a drill to get through that shit, and that's how we get back to the story. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> it was cool. So, like I mentioned earlier, Johnny Boy was a uh, pretty bad drunk. In 1867, he lost his fortune to war and gambling. Um, his mental health was completely ruined by alcohol. He'd hear and see things around him and would need to be restrained in bed by the servants. Oh, yeah. how much he was freaking the fuck out. Yep. And this is another fact that was brought up in different ways. Some people say that he ended up dying by falling down the stairs in a fit of sobering up. or So withdrawing. Yep, so he could have been withdrawing. Another one says that he was just super drunk and fell down the stairs, and he hit his head. And another one was that in a hallucinatory state, he ran across the hallway and threw himself off the upstairs balcony, killing himself on the ground. So honestly, all of those, because when you're withdrawing, you can hallucinate. Mm-hmm. When you're drunk as fuck, you're not hallucinating, but like, you could look. Like, when you're when you're withdrawing, you could look like you're drunk. Mm-hmm. Because withdrawing is just like, really intense in every way possible. But yeah. There's a couple of stories that say he flung himself off the balcony upstairs, and the other ones say he fell down the stairs and hit his head. So he was like a true alcoholic. Like, he was yeah. alcoholic to the point that his liver is failing mm-hmm. like for good permanently yep so he died of liver failure <laughs> probably if he would have gone any longer he definitely would have oh yeah i mean that's what killed him um okay while planning her husband's funeral sarah became extremely obsessed with making it a very elaborate affair like hmm. like what people do with weddings she did with this with her husband's funeral hmm. um, that's a little odd yeah and following the way they had set some of the things up is she had put candles around his casket. Mm-hmm. And following the funeral, she removed the candles and saved them and told family members and friends that she wanted those candles used at her funeral when she mm. later dies. Interesting. Yep. So after he died, the house was, I think it was owned by the city or something that Catherine and, or sorry, Sarah and Catherine and the two 
boys were allowed to live there until Sarah died. There's no mention of what happened to Catherine and her sons after Sarah died, but they were allowed to stay in the house until that happened. Interesting. So he must have left the estate to Sarah, but then had no plan for afterwards. But I think due to him not having any money and gambling and all that, I think he owed money and the house was owned, but they're like, the 1800s you don't you're not a working woman you're yeah. not making money so you can live here until you die well, that's nice of them yeah but i don't know what happened to crazy Catherine, Catherine and the Ooh. kids crazy Catherine. <laughs> so sarah died in 1884 and then everything in the house was auctioned off and they looked everywhere for those candles no one could find those candles Ooh, it's starting to get haunted yep. Yep. And many people believe Sarah was angry with her family for not finding them and that she's responsible for most of the hauntings that people see. Like, if they see a woman, it's her. Yeah. Well, weren't you telling me that it's part of, like, witchy, what would it, pagan, pagan belief that, like, if the person being buried or who's died, like, if they don't have their wishes for their own after death, carried out that it'll keep them around like she wanted her those candles burned at her funeral and obviously they weren't so is that what's keeping her around probably it sounded like it was extremely important to her and it never happened like some people can't be laid to rest because they're they were like murdered or something and their bones were hidden in the wall of a building and they were never properly buried right and their ghost will hang around until someone finds those bones buries them properly and then the haunting's gone Mm. because they're able to rest in peace r.i.p yeah so she was not able to rest in peace (laughs) with the one wish she had so after sarah died and everything was auctioned off the house changed ownership a few times actually yeah i bet at one point, it was sold and divided internally with sections. The Tuscaloosa Board of Education bought the house in 1906 and turned it into the Jemison School. So yeah, that big mansion became a school for a short period of time. It stayed a school until 1925. So she died in like 1884. It stayed a school for at least 20 to 30 years. They didn't say when they took over to make it a school, but... It was one until 1925. After that, it was purchased by Charles Turner's Wrecking Company to be used as a storage facility for parts and vehicles. Like, there used to be a big sign posted on that famous tower Mm. saying, this is the Turner's Wrecking Company. Um, And also, it was rumored that during the Civil War, it was also a prison. Ooh, so it's been a plantation, a school, prison... In a storage house. My only qualm with that one point, because I didn't see it anywhere else, I saw it in one place, and times don't add up. Because the Civil War happened between 1861 and 1865. Sarah didn't die till 1884. Yeah. So unless she was living in the house while it was being a prison, that's just interesting to me. And he died in 1867. Well, so... isn't there, like, during the Civil War... Wasn't it true that soldiers and, like, troops of soldiers would just be able to commandeer people's houses and just, like, fucking stay there and do whatever they wanted with them? and it probably was. I just don't know if it was a prison, because he also didn't die until two years after the Civil War ended. So, would both John and Sarah and Catherine and the boys be living there while it's a prison? I could see it being, like, an encampment. Like, we're moving through, we're gonna take 
you have 450 acres of yeah. land. We're going to park it here We're for a little bit. We're going to literally have our war right here. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I believe that there was probably some sort of civil war action going on. Like, they were probably coming through. They were making encampments. I don't think it would have been held as a prison with yeah. people still living there. Yeah. I don't There's know. some weird little... There's some gossip in these old stories. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. some facts that are hard to pin down. It really is. But are juicy, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> yep. Um, so after it was a school and after the house was a storage facility, basically, in 1940, it was purchased by the Southside Baptist Church. Southside. So on one side of the building, they added a sanctuary to it. And on the other side, they separated another building, like it wasn't attached, and used it as a Sunday school building. What is a sanctuary, Asia? A sanctuary is the big open space, like an auditorium of sorts, that you hold your services in. Oh, so that's where they're all like sitting in the pews and yes, there's windows and shit? Yes, depending oh. on the church, it's going to be set up differently, but that's what the sanctuary is. I had no idea that was called a sanctuary. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm glad I can teach you something. <laughs> Um, so the church remained the owner of the house until 1994, so 54 years. And then the church became defunct due to people being old and dying off and not having enough members to keeping it running. Oh no. (laughs) So there was a threat to demolish the building because it was starting to just become decrepit and fall apart. Yeah. I mean, it was built in the early 1800s and now it served multiple different purses, purposes. Purses. (laughs) So, um, it was leased to the Heritage Commission of Tuscaloosa Tuscaloosa County, and in 2006, since it was in such disrepair, it was deemed a place in peril by the Alabama Hysterical Commission. That is so dramatic. Yes. Oh my god. A place in peril. We do decree. (laughs) But it was by the Historical Foundation, so they're like, this place is about ready to fall in on itself. Are we gonna fix it, or are we gonna let that happen? Right, right. They like to swoop in and save historical things. Exactly. So the deed was given to Tuscaloosa County Preservation Society in 2007, a year later. Mm. They made efforts to raise money in order to repair and restore the house, um, and they did end up doing that. In 2009, the sanctuary and the Sunday school building were demolished. They weren't part of the original building. It was just the church being like, we need more space. (laughs) So they got rid of the church stuff. They were like, we like history and shit, but like only parts of it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Lastly, in 2012, the house was bought by Nika McCool. Like, (laughs) Mick Cool. Mick Cool? Oh, no. Capital C. Is he like a drug dealer? Is that like his street name? No. They're. It's the owner of uh, Past Horizons LLC, and they renovated oh. and restored both the interior and exterior of the house. LLC? Isn't that like therapy or something? No, LLC is just, it's a limited liability company. That's oh. literally what that stands for. I have an LLC. <laughs> oh. I have See, that for I'm my lotion bars. a baby adult. I'm learning. It's okay. I'm learning these Basically, things. Basically, if you want to start any any type of business, anything... LLC. Cost okay. you 50 bucks. You own okay. a company now. Dope. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. I did. It was real easy. You just <laughs> fill out some paperwork online and cool, you're now the owner of a company for 50 bucks. <laughs> oh, damn. Um, so the house had obviously become just 
an eyesore. Yeah. And it was filled with animals. It said housing multiple critters. <laughs> so I'm like, what types of critters? Yeah, Rats, what? raccoons, a deer. Like, what types of critters are in there? Yeah, but... damn, this place is like really neglected. Yeah, so they took over the Past Horizons LLC, took it over, repaired everything. Also, the house had been hit by both Hurricanes Ivan and Katrina. So the house was yeah. fucked. Oh no. But they fixed it up, got it all in ready, and in 2016, it, the house was reopened as a venue to host events. Like, you could get married there, you could do prom there, you could Ooh, do... that does not sound like a good idea. Yeah, no, I agree. I have a question, though. Yeah. The most important thing, uh, is the tower still erect? Yes, erect like a hard dick. Dope! That's all I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the tower is still there. And that's actually one of the hauntings. Ooh, now, of course it is. Move into them. I bet it's Drish himself up there being like, yo, look at my tower. It's so <laughs> tall and erect. <laughs> um, so not long after Sarah died, the local police department and people around it were alarmed to discover a fire burning in the front tower. Oh. Just up top, like what the top the high level. There were many reports. This got called in. Very often, and sometimes still gets called in. But that section of the oh, house, you know the why? tower, is on fire. Drish was a contractor and a physician. It's because he was splitting his, like, attention in two different fields, so he was shitty in both. Well, there's a rumor that there was a runaway slave, and he hid in the tower. Mm. And when he left because he needed food, like, he got out of his hiding place was found and was burned alive. Oh, Jesus. So, in the tower? Yeah. That does not seem like a good idea. No. But so, damn. that's the theory behind it. Some people say they see his ghost. If it's a male ghost, it's usually attributed to the slave. Mm -hmm. Although I don't know why Johnny Boy, because Johnny Boy died in the house too. But, anyway. Yeah. Female Sarah. So. But not Kathy. Mm -mm. Huh. Okay. I don't think Catherine died in the house. Just she just Sarah. died. At some you know, point. I have no other, no other news. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> um, other people have reported hearing the slaves crying and yelling about the fire from inside the house. Ooh. So maybe there was a fire at one point in the house that was never reported. But there's a lot of theories behind that fire. Some say it was a Sarah looking for those candles and being pissed she couldn't find them, so setting the tower on fire. There's a lot of theories. I like that one. <laughs> but the most consistent part is that tower looks like it's on fire all the time. They get the fire department out there. Is it still doing that right now? I haven't seen anything since they did the renovations. There wasn't a lot of stories. But it sounded like that had been happening for over 50 years. Damn. So, yeah, it was a really, really common occurrence. Um, there was a small investigation that happened there about reporting's hauntings. So they decided to set stuff up and look around and they didn't really get a lot. So I'm surprised. Me too. Um they checked out this area near a bathroom where people had reported seeing a figure at the window mm, like from outside. I love figures at the window. Um but they felt a rush of cold air when they opened the door. <laughs> that was like all they so had. So a draft. <laughs> yeah. There was a draft in this 1800 house. <laughs> Good job, guys. <laughs> yeah. But they will say that they have detected the scent of flowers, which is attributed to Catherine, because she liked to garden. A couple times she was let out of Was it road. when they walked into the garden? <laughs> no, it was in a similar bathroom area where they feel the cold air. 
the draft. Or does someone's shit just smell like roses? That would be fantastic. <laughs> why can't my shit smell like roses? My shit smells like roses. But that was the only theory on why people had the scent of flowers happen was because Catherine gardening yeah but at the same time we never had a reported death of Catherine dying in the house yeah why so, does Catherine give a fuck she's not I hanging around I she hated know. that place i don't know maybe she did die there there have when people have done haunting recordings there they have found some anomalies detected by both infrared cameras and some audio recordings mm. but i couldn't see anything or hear anything they didn't post any of that so i can't verify it's kind of like if a tree falls in the forest when no one's around it Oh, did it make, did it make a sound <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's pretty much that um people feel breaths on them or hear footsteps or they hear heavy breathing they'll see lights in the windows from the outside even though there's no one in the building groanings can be heard at night groanings ooh. Mm -hmm. that breath thing though that might be something i do when i haunt people just like heavy <sighs> breathing and just like breathing on the neck because that's so intimate like it is if someone if a ghost breathed on my neck first of all that's a very specific feeling and it doesn't just happen anywhere it's not like i opened the door and a cold breeze came through that's right. like someone legitimately is an inch from my neck and breathing on it that would freak me the fuck out if it happened and was like i turned around and no one was there no i agree completely this is that is a loud pour <laughs> It's a nice, clean-sounding pour. It is. It sounds like a nice brook. Bubbling. A bubbling brook. We are total girls right now. Ooh, we have wine and chocolate. Yeah, we do. I gotta break into that chocolate, though. They're like chocolate-covered cookies. Crisps. <laughs> <clears throat> Some crispy cookies. Let's mm -hmm. go. Now I feel bad because I'm on top of my mouthful. Ooh, they're kind of melted. It's warm in here. They've been kind of melted all day. They haven't really solidified. <laughs> Nice. Um, last thing I had got for the haunting, like, as a bullet point, is one of the groups that went to set things up to record sounds and catch hauntings. They put one of those kids' toy pianos, the ones that, like, have round, bubble, colorful keys where you hit one key and it plays a little mm. tune. They put one of those in the middle of a room and it started playing. Ew! Yeah, Ew. like someone hit one button and played a little tune. Ew, that would not be my first choice. <laughs> no. What? There's a million different things you could put in that room and the ghost could fuck with. Why would you put a child's piano playing creepy-ass songs? I think they were trying to see if there were any kid ghosts around and entertain them. This, okay, this is what bothers me about this type of shit. There is no scientific method to this. That's dumb. Like, where's the control group? Why, why are you just assuming that only the children would press the buttons <laughs> right this is not this is not organized no that means that their outcomes are shitty <laughs> <laughs> so that is the end of the first half nice so drish house drish house i think i partly looked into that and i'm getting it all mixed up with that hospital i think they're like on the same campus maybe perhaps we'll have to check it out one day and make sure yeah all right what's next bear creek swamp in Ooh. platteville alabama i'm ready for a swamp now I got mixed opinions on where. Some say it was on County Road 3 and some say it was County County, four, County Road 14. So this is like a mysterious swamp that kind of is just floating around somewhere in between those roads. Yeah, somewhere mm. around there. It said Platteville and then I saw something else that said it was a different town but I don't remember what it was. Yeah. So you and I there. are not super uh what would you say? familiar with swamps being out here in Colorado. 
We don't have swamps. Yeah. And maybe some maybe some future or current listeners can fill us in, but I feel like swamps have like an eerie quality to them. From what I've heard. Yes. Yeah. There'll be mist usually around them just because there's water there and the temperature's weird. Well, and it's, it's like foggy. sinkholes and like we're going out to the swamp. No one fucks around in the swamp. So, you know, it's like a decent amount of land completely unoccupied, even by the animals and shit. Unless you got like swamp You got like alligators <laughs> and snakes and yeah. other reptiles, but... That's because it's half water, half land. That's what reptiles survive really well in. All we got, like, I feel like our creepy aesthetic, wilderness aesthetic, is just, like, thick-ass forests. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swamps. And abandoned mines. And And abandoned mines, yes. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right. Mm. What? I spilled on me. It's okay. It's just wine. (laughs) It's mostly water. (laughs) Um, So Bear Creek Swamp is a massive bog. With a bit of local reputation going on. As a rite of passage, generations of teenagers have entered the area at night looking for creatures and ghosts said to roam the misty area. Um, The swamp is somewhat near a town that was part of the Civil War or had action there. The Civil War is just like popping up in all of these stories. Yeah, like I said, these had roughly the same time. The town, I want to say it was Platteville. It could have been the other one I don't remember the name of was actually founded the year before Alabama became established as a state. So it's older than the state itself. Damn. Um, there were Creek Indians. That Creek, like a brook or a stream. Creek? Creek, like the, uh, yeah, like mm-hmm. the tribe. Creek Indians that lived nearby believed that the water from the swamp could heal both the mind and the body. Um, it said in 1813 to 1814. Damn, they've been there a while. 1813. Yeah. And you're saying the Civil War is 1860s? Yep. Woo! So it said that in 1813 and 1814, there was a war, like a really small-scale one, probably more like defending property. Pilgrims versus... Exactly. Settlers came to move in, and they tried to fight them off, but the settlers won. Why are they fighting over a swamp? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know shit about swamps, but... Magic water is mine! (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) The magic water! Um, It's said that the Creek Indians were forced out. During the Trail of Tears. But the Trail of Tears happened in 1831. Well, the Creek Indians could still be around. That's only 15 years. But what about with the argument with the settlement? Settlers. Like, yeah, they they're coexisting, or... sort of. Maybe. Maybe. Could they be. got a swamp, man. They gotta, like, buddy <laughs> up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, could, could definitely have been. Um, sometime during the Civil War between 1861 and 1865, the soldiers made their way through the camp or through the swamp and set up camp. Um, there's no report of any war action going on in that area, just that they passed through. In that area, there was at least soldiers at some point in time. I must be very confused about swamps, because why the fuck are they setting up a camp in the swamp? It's probably right outside of it. <laughs> okay. I mean, you couldn't pitch a tent in water. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I just don't understand swamps. So that's the history I have on it. Mm. <laughs> that little bit. Short and sweet. Let's get to the juicy shit. So, there's rumors that there's a tale of a settler woman who is forever in search of her child. Mm. Supposedly, if you say, I have your baby, three times, oh, God. shit goes down. Oh, I just got goosebumps, dude. But I think of it like when you say Bloody Mary in the mirror three times. I don't know. This is a little spicier for me because Bloody Mary's like, mm, Bloody Mary. Like, I don't even know if Bloody Mary has a story. Probably does. She has, like, 
three or four different origin stories no one knows for sure yeah but like this bitch is has been in this swamp since 1813 perhaps looking around for her baby and you're man enough or ballsy enough or you know this is 2020 i don't mm-hmm. know you're ballsy enough <laughs> to walk around this fucking swamp saying i have your baby like you're about to get attacked yeah she's been searching for so long mm-hmm. oh what happens if you say it three times i haven't gotten an Ugh. official answer i looked at different articles i watched a bunch of people's shitty little phone videos of them like, doing it before iphones like somewhat smartphones but they're all grainy and shitty and no one knows how to record yeah because it's a bunch of high school kids mm-hmm. doing their initiation high or school early college yeah so i watched multiple videos i didn't hear anything i didn't see anything a couple I am people staying away from like, that man a couple people said hey did you hear that I totally heard something on the other side of the woods. That's like mm-hmm. the most I could get out of those videos. But from the rumors, shit hits the fan when you say, I have your baby three times in the Damn. Swamp. That would be a good horror story. Right? And I'm going to copyright that right now. Anyone <laughs> who's going to make that a horror movie, you got to pay me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Some royalties. <laughs> so during my research, because when I tried to look the history of this place and look at the stories of this place, I just got the same links over and over again. Yeah. So I found another podcast. They're called Travel Oddities. Mm. Um, they found a little bit more research than I did. I have a link for them in our notes if cool. we want to add that. But they seem friendly. They have like 30-minute episodes. And I was listening and she, the girl on the podcast, I actually found a small tidbit of information. I'm going to be paraphrasing it here. But basically, it was a story of a settler family, because she had looked at the census of the time. Oh, dang, she's doing some digging. She's Mm -hmm. doing some journalism. Yeah. And the patriarch of the family fell ill or was injured or something. Either way, he was bedridden. And the matriarch was taking care of him because he had bed sores. Ugh, she she was was not taking very good care of him. No, she was treating the bed sores with acid. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. I, I oh, feel like the you have What the fuck? That's even if it's eighteen hundred. That's dumb. There's no medical anything. Yeah, but you put acid on a wound. It's not gonna look good. Like that's clearly gonna be like, wow, that didn't work. That really pissed that wound off. That made that way worse. I think the logic is acid just dissolves everything. There's a bed sore. Let's dissolve it. Oh my god. Oh, my soul is cringing. Yeah origination of science oh science no don't let me down (laughs) that's horrible yeah so she had been doing that for a little while but they had a child and the child got a hold of the acid drank the acid (laughs) she is such a good mother slash nurse she the kid drank the acid and died yeah he died the theory is she's the ghost yeah people here (laughs) Um, she's probably stuck like Drifting around being like, damn, I fucked up. Why am I so dumb? That's why I can't move on because I can't figure out why I'm so stupid. <laughs> I think it's exactly that. God. Um, okay, sorry. Go ahead. Small <laughs> non-ghost things. There's been sightings of Bigfoot. Oh, shit. Of course. So, yeah. I didn't have any recorded sightings, but apparently people have seen Bigfoot or the Chupacabra, but... Today, I was listening to the new episode of And That's Why We Drink, and they covered, or M, they covered the Chupacabra. Yeah, what is the Chupacabra? 
apparently it originated, like, really became popular in the 90s. Oh. <laughs> like, there were mild stories of it in, like, the late 80s, but when the internet happened, it just blew right. up. And the original theories was that it was, like, this flying reptile panther thing oh, fuck. that was, like, vampiric, and oh, they just kept having animals drop dead with two puncture wounds and quote-unquote no blood. But by the end of the episode, Em's like, actually, they did have blood. It was just due to gravity that the blood was in different areas of the body. It had pooled down like, oh, by yeah. the feet or by They didn't just, else. like, turn the cow over and be like, look at all that pool of blood. Right? You can see that in the skin and shit. Yeah, they didn't bother. Not to be morbid, but, you know. <laughs> so that was the original idea of what the chupacabra was, and then M continued on to when it changed into being more canine. It's a canine now? Wait, so it was a flying bat-like lion lizard lizard panther panther <laughs> and now it's a dog yes that's dumb yep that downgrade yeah so em did a really good job uh covering the evolution of chupacabra and how it came to be but it's yeah. very recent like yeah. within our lifetime like, the main story of it came out in 1995 and then the chupacabra someone had done probably a school project or paper but they had a small website on keeping up with the sightings until 1996 so the year we were born oh yeah i want to say though that like the swamp equivalent of bigfoot because we're claiming bigfoot like bigfoot's not stomping around in a swamp but swamps you guys can have what's that the creature of the black lagoon is that what it is <laughs> you can have him he's like <laughs> He's like swamp style Bigfoot. I watched that old movie. It was dumb. It was pretty dumb. Like the special effects are very cheap, black and white, but he's creepy as fuck, man. He's just like flying around in the water, peeking at women, looking <laughs> at their swimsuits, and then he just disappears. So he's just a peeping Tom. Peeping Tom's a creepy. <laughs> That's true. Um, mm, okay, so I found a couple articles of reports of mild stories so i kind of tried to transcribe them a little bit we'll see how it goes because you, you can act them out <laughs> i don't feel like getting up i've got my chocolate i got my wine i'm good oh fine all right you can act them out too <laughs> <laughs> all right so this story was on a halloween night around mm. midnight not 3 a.m though no midnight on halloween 3 a.m then you're at all saints day it's not as cool yeah <laughs> So there was a couple who stopped on the side of the road and turned their car off. A few cars passed them and went down the road. Then another car passed them and disappeared into the distance. Just poof. Just disappeared. And then not long after the car disappeared, there was a orb of light about three or four feet tall. I think that's the biggest Fuck. orb I've ever heard of. Most that's people, a huge orb. <laughs> yeah, most people who say orbs like the size of a ball. And they can vary from the size of a tennis ball to like a basketball. So it to be like a three or four foot light. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. Didn't make yourself a form. You decided to stay in an orb. Yeah, like, that's lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but it appeared by their car. And as it passed the side of the car, the girl's arm was burned because it was apparently really hot. I've never heard of heat coming from an orb. I have heard Honestly, of cold temperatures, but not heat. I'd like to look into orbs because orbs are such a like common thing to see in these things. But I want to say that they're probably some sort of scientific phenomenon. And if you're talking about she got burned, I'm thinking like a collection of a lot of energy yeah. floating by 
like the stars align. There's some solar <laughs> flareage going on. And so you've got a three-foot orb. And here's just an energy ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the entity appeared in front of the car. The guy tried to start the car, but it wouldn't start. Yeah, because it's drawing all the energy. Mm-hmm. Or it's like got some magnetic field or something. Yep. So after a minute or so of trying, the car finally started back up. The headlights came on. The glob of light disappeared. Blob. Now I'm thinking of like a blob of light just like rolling down the road like like a slime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the light rushed at the car from down the road. Oops, sorry, I skipped a sentence. A few seconds later, they cut the lights off for the car. So they got the car started and all that, and the lights came on. After the orb disappeared, they turned the lights off again. Why? I don't know. Because they're idiots. <laughs> but the light came back and rushed at the car from down the road. The couple turned the lights back on and just left. Sorry. Excuse you. <laughs> Mini burp. This wine is bubbly. See, and this is like listening to this story. <clears throat> sure, they, they could have seen an orb. But the fact that they made it an aggressive orb makes me a little more skeptical because it's like, orbs are usually pretty passive. They're just showing up in your pictures at mm -hmm. random places. They don't give a fuck. But this orb is suddenly attacking a car and yep. you're turning the lights on, it disappears. But earlier it was passing by you and you couldn't even turn your lights on. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. I agree completely. Another group went with some of their friends and there was this one guy who was more, was the only sober one in the group of people. I'm guessing early college. Mm. They drove out to Bear Creek Swamp late at night, turned the car off, and got out. They put the keys on the roof and called out, We have your baby! Oh, God. Three times. <laughs> at first, nothing happened, but in a few seconds, they heard the sound of rustling in the bushes nearby, like something slowly rolling towards them. Rolling? Rolling. <laughs> They tried to get back in the car because it freaked him out, but all the doors were locked. I was picturing this woman, like, crawling, like, coming through the bushes, and then you said rolling, and I'm picturing, like, this 1813's pilgrim-ass bitch, like, somersaulting through <laughs> the bushes to get her baby. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, a tennis ball rolling out from the bushes. <laughs> but somersaulting is so much better. <laughs> So, like I said, they had put the keys on the top of the car, mm -hmm. so they tried to get back in the car because they were freaked out and the doors were locked, so they grabbed the key, but the key wouldn't open the doors. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so shit. So some supernatural shit was like, no, you fuck with me, I'm fucking with you. Yeah. You better have my baby, bitch. <laughs> yep. There was a lot of commotion, and one of the friends in the group screamed out in pain. His leg had been gashed open by something, and it was pouring blood everywhere. Then, out of nowhere... The car doors mysteriously unlocked themselves. Mm. They all got in there, in the car, and out of there as quickly as they could. And when they got back on Highway 14, the guy whose leg had been gashed said, Hey, guys, look. There was absolutely nothing wrong with his leg. There was no scratch, despite the fact that everyone in the group saw the gash and saw blood. So they all collectively had some sort of drunk fever dream in the middle of Except a Except for the one sober field. dude, too. Oh, there was a sober dude. This is sci this is paranormal scientific method. If you got a if you got one sober dude at the scene, everything is legitimate. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, another group of people saw two cars headlights coming from opposite direction directions. They're in their vehicle. So, they're parked off on the side of the road. They see two cars coming in opposite directions, one going one way, one going the other. And they moved over as far as they could to let them pass, and one of the cars just flew by them. 
um, going way faster than it should have on that type of road. I don't know if it's a dirt road, but the way it's being described, that's my first thought, is you can only go so fast on a dirt road without skidding out. Well, if so, it's straight, though. If it's straight. But, again, I haven't been to County Road 14 in yeah. Alabama. Shit. <laughs> so, the way it was driving there and the other car that was oncoming, they assumed there was going to be a collision. There was going to be a car accident at some point. And they looked to the other car and the one that was oncoming but it was going really slow. And out of nowhere, like the no one beeped horns, no one saw anything. The really, really fast car disappeared out of nowhere. <laughs> they had been recording the incident. Ooh. And in the recording, you just see the one slow car driving. So the it's super not even... fast flying car doesn't exist. It didn't even get recorded? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So that's one of the multiple things is there's a speeding car like, there is a vehicle that people see. There's a car coming at night, flying, and then disappears. Huh. So, I couldn't find a, I couldn't find a uh, article or a story on anything about if someone had been, like, drunk driving or speeding and died in the swamp, and that's just their Shit. constant Groundhog Day of going yeah. and repeating it. But yeah, they see that car often there's multiple reports of it the swamp is like a place where shit just appears and disappears and like you can't Mm -hmm. pin any of it down yep swamps are creepy they kind of have a similar aesthetic to the forest where it's like you don't know what's coming out of the mist yep out of the trees and the woods it's just more misty because of the water there otherwise the swamp's the same thing swamps have trees in them yeah it's just the unknown yeah (laughs) spooky element so if that wasn't enough spookiness i got one more thing for you dope i'm ready um in november 2014 police police officer was driving by the swamp and noticed 21 porcelain dolls mounted on bamboo poles in the swamp What? Yeah. They had no idea what it was. Some kid's art project That's what they're thinking, is that someone had to have done it. But the deputies that were sent out to collect all the dolls spent like half an hour, maybe a little longer, going and picking up all 21 antique porcelain dolls that were mounted on bamboo pikes in in the swamp. But there is no explanation for it. No one's come forward to say it was them. The police department has these 21 dolls. And they're like, we'll give them back to you. Just come pick them up. See, that type of shit, I'm a little more, like, I could relieve that a little more. Because it's so random. Mm -hmm. Who makes that shit up? Like, not only is it 21 antique and porcelain dolls, they're on bamboo poles. Which are not even, like, you know, local... That's not local no, foliage. It's a swamp. <laughs> yeah, in Alabama. In Alabama, there's no bamboo. So that's like growing. fucking random. Like that actually happened, I think. <laughs> yeah. So they don't know if it was something paranormal that put them there. And I'm like, no, I don't think it was. Yeah, if it, it could have just been be weird, some like weird but... art project. You know, some like performance art shit. Yeah. So twenty one porcelain antique dolls I mounted what the on significance bamboo bikes. Twenty one is. I don't know. I was curious about that too. It's yeah. a very interesting number. Man, I would have fucked with them. If that was my art project, I would have fucked with them so hard. I'd be, like, putting things in the doll's mouths. Or, like, I'd be putting, like, wicker people up there. Like, effigies. I had this idea once, actually, that we should do. Mm-hmm. Um, the dark web. People Ooh. buy mystery boxes on the dark web. Yes, they do. I've heard about that. thousands those. of dollars. Yeah. And my idea was to basically get a box, put some random shit in it. Like, shit that costs nothing. 
maybe make it a little creepy just to be fun and sell it for a thousand bucks because people just buy that stupid shit for a thousand bucks and then they can't trace it back to you because it's a dark web Mm -hmm. and like my roommate used to fuck around on the dark web there's ways you can make it i mean it's pretty easy to make it so that you can't be traced back Mm -hmm. so you're just getting paid for these stupid boxes full of shit (laughs) yeah I've heard about those, and I saw someone unboxing one that was, like, a kid's backpack. Yeah. A bunch of, like, random stuff. Yeah. And they were trying to figure out if it was just a box of random shit, or if it was, like, the box of murder supplies. See, and that's the thing, because I was watching these videos. People are so quick to be creeped out. It would be super easy to make a box that was creepy as fuck. Like, someone would post a video about it, like, oh my god, all you have to do is, like, record creepy ass video you know splice some creepy footage together put it in a disc put the disc in the box put a little piece of tape on the disc like play me right (laughs) then add in there like some animal bones maybe like your chicken dinner you know like (laughs) chicken bone because people can't identify bones they're like oh my god bones as long as they can't tell it's a chicken bone it could be a finger bone who knows or you put like a backpack and just write a kid's name on it People get creeped out in so like shitty easily. kid letters with a backwards letter. And yeah, make it look like a kid wrote it yeah. by themselves. The sharpie. Yeah, because all those videos, most of them are like that's fake. That's super fake. But people buy it, man. It doesn't even matter if the person filming the video buys it. Like all their followers buy it. They get tons of views because people are just ready to be creeped out. Yeah, they really, really are. Yeah, and you can make a thousand bucks off that shit easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've thought about that a few times. I'm like, well, with the lotion bars I'm making, what if I sent them a box? They paid $1,000 for it. They're like, here's five lotion bars and a, sp- and a subscription for the next six months. There you go. <laughs> Honestly, let's just fucking start making mystery boxes for the deep web. Yes. Get paid. <laughs> that can be part of our uh, bonus Patreon features. Here's our box. Yeah, you want a mystery box? <laughs> There's a dead body in it. <laughs> Speaking of Patreon. Oh, yes. Patreon Tell our listeners. Thing. We got a Patreon. There's a couple of tiers on it. We have a Patreon donor. We have a Patreon donor. Oh, yes. It's my boyfriend. <laughs> he's so sweet. He's awesome. Yeah, he's tier... Is it the second tier? Or the second from the top? I want to say it's the fourth tier. He's paying 25 bucks a month, and he gets to... You know the tears, but I don't know the tears. Shit, it's been a while since I looked at them. Um, you get lots of shit. You get mugs, stickers. The yeah. top tier, you can like see us live record. Yeah. Come with us to like go to I think the, places. I think the fifth one, the fifty dollars a month, you can come with us to wherever we decide to go for a haunted stay. So yeah. You can stay the night with us and record haunted shit. Yeah. Um, twenty five and... still has a lot, but I don't know if that's one of them. Yeah. It's, it's been a little bit. Anyways, we're not doing haunted states yet, but, like, this is something to invest in for your future, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, at our, when we hit 100 Patreon donors, we will be staying at a haunted place in Colorado. Yeah, and we got a lot of haunted places. We got the Stanley we Hotel. We have from the Stanley the Hotel. We have its sister hotel. Yeah, the Colorado. Colorado Hotel, which I've stayed in twice, and I love it. It's creepy as fuck. Yeah, we got tons of fucking mines. Abandoned oh mines God. are creepy as hell. We have mines fucking everywhere. Yeah, and if you want to see me squirm, put me in a fucking mine because I'm so claustrophobic and I hate the thought of tons of rock above my head. 
you just squirm at so many things. That's why I love taking you to haunted houses. Because all the actors target you. Because you freak out at everything. <laughs> so I get the best show in the house and you're freaking out. I love it's it. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's a fun time. So yeah, donate to our Patreon. At yeah. Patreon.com forward slash haunts. H-A-U-N-T-Z. The letter N. Creeps. With a Z. Not an S. C-R-E-E. P-Z. Exactly. <laughs> Haunts and Creeps. We also have an Instagram, a Facebook, uh, a mild like your... website. You got a mild website. Yeah. We're key. working on it. It's really low-key. I mean, this is our third episode, so it'll be our third post on it. It's kind of yeah. like a blog. If you, It's organized in sections. So yeah. we have, eventually, I'm actually debating if we should do next week. Like, do one at the end of every month. So our next recording would be Friday. I think we should do haunted items. We yes. we each pick an item to, you need do to spice it up a little bit. Yeah, I think Ooh. we should do it at the end of every month. Yeah, and then when we go to switch letters from A to B, we will be doing an international episode where I cover something and Rose covers something. Yeah, because we don't have any B states nope. except for Bama, <laughs> which is really Alabama. How about Birmingham, Alabama? Which I've already started partially covering. I'm gonna choose Boise, Idaho. No. <laughs> We're going international, right? Yeah. Bangladesh. That was the only thing that came to my head. So we're going with that. There's got to be some spicy shit there. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, for the letters that don't exist in the ABCs of the the English states. alphabet in the states, we're going to be replacing them with... What? Does that not make sense? You said that. What the fuck? I'm sorry. Okay. That made no sense. You're clearly a little tipsy, I think. Yes, I am a little okay. tipsy. And I'm dyslexic. For the letters that do not have associated American states, we will go international. I haven't eaten dinner. Leave me alone. <laughs> yes, we're going to replace those letters with international coverage. So, yeah. Anywhere around the world that starts with B, we'll cover. And then we'll go back to our states Botswana. for C. There you go. Bosnia. Uh, Baghdad. <laughs> <laughs> anymore? I feel like you that's any more. Uh, I don't have any more. <laughs> Belgium. There you I go. Got one. Okay, one more. <laughs> and then we can do our state. We gotta do California, Colorado, Carolinas, Carolinas. Yeah, Connecticut. What? Connecticut. <laughs> and I'm the tipsy one. Yeah, Connecticut. Connecticut. Carolinas. Colorado. Then we'll go to Delaware. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's the plan. Yep. So, so follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Oh yeah, Facebook, we have a Twitter, a Facebook. SoundCloud's gonna be a little useless because we have a limit on what we can post. So Spotify. Yes, we are on Spotify now. Yep, and we're starting to work with Podbean. So we're gonna see how that works out. I don't know if it posts to Podbean or I think it posts to Spotify. So just look at Spotify. It's fine. Yeah, we'll figure it all out. We're not. Like, I'm mildly tech-savvy, but when it comes to stuff like this, there's so many different things you have to have to make it work. So we have we an RSS breaking into a whole new world full of shit that we don't recognize. I made a link tree today. Yeah. So there's a link tree on our Instagram with links to everything we have except for Podbean. <laughs> I am proud of you. This I'm shit's working weird. on it. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, all my little creeps. I hope you have a great week. We will talk to you soon. Are they my little creeps too? Yes. Okay, good. Bye. <laughs> Bye, our little creeps. Bye, little creeps. Little babies.